Hello. I am currently taking a bubble bath and relaxing. Um, I am in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is not somewhere I have ever been before. It's unlike anywhere I've ever been before. Um, it's very beautiful, but weird. And I noticed that there are like a ton of hot old ladies. Like it's crazy. I've never seen so many in one place. Um, everyone has this like calm hippie energy, hippie cowboy energy. I'm kind of bummed out that my boyfriend didn't get to come because he has a hippie cowboy energy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm taking a bubble bath right now. Work stuff keeps popping up, so I'm finding it kind of hard to relax, but it's okay. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about a few things to talk about today. Last night, I was having trouble getting to sleep, as we usually do, and, um... I was thinking about this this phenomenon. I don't know if this is girl specific or just me specific or if it's something that happens to everybody, but it's something that I'm trying to do a lot less lately and something that I used to do a lot, I don't know, somewhere recently. So, um, it's just this act of reading things or looking at things or people that you know, well, people that you hate and just kind of checking in on them and people that make you angry um, and just kind of like, yeah, checking in on them to see, I don't know, to just stay updated, but you know that there's something in there that might really piss you off. So there's just like this shiver of anticipation, like, you know, as I open like a website or someone's Instagram page or something where you know that you're probably gonna get kind of upset looking at it, but you still have to do it. And someone that I used to do that a lot with from back home in Michigan she's totally gone off the radar which is really shocking actually because she's one of those people that's just like really into being online but it's kind of like it's like the fact that this person is offline it's like I don't do that so I don't really think about her so I'm not really like pissed off about her and of course it's just always stuff like you know, being jealous or comparing myself and, oh, shh, this person is accomplishing this. And it's almost like I look at it because I want to see something that's going to make me feel better about myself. But it always just seems to make me feel worse. Even when I look at it like, sorry, I'm putting this face scrub on. Even when I look at like whatever fucking Caroline Calloway is up to. And I'm just like, like, I know that she's a total, like, psycho loser, but at the same time, it's like, 
sometimes I just get angry seeing all the things that she does and all the opportunities that she gets that I feel that she doesn't deserve and whatever. Um, and it's like, I don't really like pay attention to that stuff anymore. And I think like there's a point like when we were really in quarantine, which hopefully that won't happen again. I'm, I don't know if I'm in denial about that, but I really just am over COVID. Um, yeah, so I would go on her subreddit all the time because I was really bored. I think I've, you know, talked about that, but it was to the point where I was just like distracting myself so much with her drama that she would like end up in my dreams. And it's like, I don't want to be fucking having dreams about Caroline Calloway. You know, it's like, I don't even like her. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, there is something really fun about gossiping with people, with your friends. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I haven't had group chats and stuff like that. Does it make me a bad person? But I also do kind of feel better emotionally and spiritually not doing that and it's not just because like oh i'm like a better person but it's just like thinking so much about other people's accomplishments or at least what i have perceived should be their accomplishments and like what they choose to show on social media which is like in most cases just i don't know should be viewed with a healthy dose of skepticism and for whatever reason it's just it's, there would be certain things that would just stick in my craw and like bother me for days and, and weeks and months. And it's just like, why do I do that to myself? Like, why do I consider that entertainment? You know, if there's someone I don't like, I probably should just not pay attention to them. But, you know, I still love reading, you know, random threads on like LolCow or whatever about. I guess it's like, I don't really care about those people. I just like drama, but there's something in particular about people or girls that I feel this sense of like competition with, even if it's just like self-imposed or, you know, whatever. And I always find myself feeling really insecure, like I'm losing in this race of life or whatever. Like, what am I doing with my career and my, I don't know. I mean, for the first time ever, I at least feel fulfilled, you know, in the sense that like, I have a boyfriend and a lot of friends. I always felt really insecure about always being single. So that's one less thing I have to worry about, but now I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, um, I just want to do stuff that impresses people, like, career-wise, and I want to make a name for myself. Is that narcissistic? I don't know. Also, it's just... I don't know. I feel like I put things off and oh, I'll worry about it later, I'll think about it later and then I'm 27 years old and I'm like, oh, right, I never really figured that out. <laughs> 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 
disgusting mess are beautiful and clear and when it's one I forget what it's like to have the other you know so for, for so long I just like was used to wearing a hydrochloride band-aid everywhere and like feeling insecure and needing to hide parts of my face which is part of why I was like kind of okay with the mask stuff because <laughs> that's where my acne was but feel weird and insecure, worried that people are noticing that I have like a giant scab on my face. And that is so nice. I really like it. Um, so yeah, I'm at this Airbnb they're stealing their shampoo. Not really stealing, it's there for me to use. Don't <sighs> you just love what I record while I'm bathing? Isn't that like totally normal and not weird? So, yeah, some cool stuff, though, has been happening lately, uh, career-wise. I guess some things are sort of heating up. Um, when you write and illustrate something for a website, um, I had a little bit of, like, a freelance thing. Work is work, but, you know, hopefully the other stuff that I do can lead to things that are more enjoyable, not to like continue harping on my job. It's just, <sighs> I don't know. I just really envy people that have been able to figure out how to make money without sacrificing their well-being. Is that even possible? I don't know. I mean, I don't have a trust fund. <sighs> That'd be cool though. But then I always feel like people that are actually that rich have to like act like they're ashamed of it or like don't want to talk about it. And then when people find out, because it's like so many annoying rich people kind of are in that slightly socialist crowd. And it does feel like a LARP, you know? Like, okay, well, if your dad was forced or whatever to give up all this money would you be cool with that because i don't think so <laughs> yeah, cool. um i don't know yeah, that's part of why i don't really like to talk that much about like politics because i don't want people to hold stuff against me <laughs> Like, I also am just not, I don't know, I'm not that well-versed on politics, so I just stick to what I know, which is, like, you know, B-movie shit. 
Yeah, you know, when your hair is nice and foamy, it's like you can some more, but you know. Speaking of which, a few days ago, I took a hike in this beautiful canyon. And it was like in the desert, but then it just started thunderstorming. And it was like the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. Because, I don't know, like I said, I've been really inspired by those uh, soundscapes or field recordings or whatever. So I was like, oh, I get, I kind of experimenting with that and trying it myself, you know, even just like, there were some moments like the other day that were really tranquil and like no one else was there. So you could just really hear the rain and the thunder and the crickets and it was just magnificent and I had to record it. But I was also like, what if I just recorded like, you know, a late summer night in Ridgewood, you know, 20 minutes of me walking from my apartment to my boyfriend's and like, just thinking about people that would listen to that and, you know, aren't in New York or maybe want to be in New York and they can just kind of pretend, you know, because it's like an ambiance. You, you would hear cars honking and people talking and music playing and all that stuff, but that's kind of the magic of it. And, um, I don't know, all that stuff is just kind of, it's not really something I ever really thought about, like, yeah, that, that sounds cool, doesn't it? Oh, shit. Oh, I shut my phone. Probably getting a bunch of Slack notifications I've been avoiding doing stuff because, Sometimes I just have issues finding it within myself to do my job. <laughs> yeah, just slack. Um, do that. Okay, I'm gonna dunk. as enjoyable for you as it was for me so um yeah I guess I've just been thinking a lot about dealing with my jealousy issues I also haven't had a therapy appointment in a little while because she's in Iceland with my therapist so I haven't really gotten to talk about this and I also just feel like I'm fucking sucking at therapy right now so I don't I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to say. It's not that I don't have problems. I just, sometimes when I'm there, it's like, oh, I, I, I'm like at a loss for words or whatever. And I don't know. I hope I'm not backsliding. It's really good for a while about smoking. Um, like I totally stopped smoking everything pretty much. And that was nice. And I was actually like really feeling good and into that. 
and then I started again. And I hate that about myself because, you know, I will smoke cigarettes and weed and it just, it does. It makes me feel good for like 20 minutes and then I feel like shit for the rest of the day. But I still keep wanting to do it. Because like, you know, after the 20 minutes of fast and I feel like shit, I'm like, oh, I guess I better smoke more so that I uh, can feel good again. And it's just like, didn't I feel better when I wasn't doing anything and I wasn't spending money on this crap? What am I at? This is so fucked up, but part of the reason that I started smoking cigarettes again was because I wanted to lose weight. And I know that's wrong and bad, and it's probably not even working, but I don't know. I was just getting sick of looking in the mirror and wanting to punch it. Like, even just accidentally stumbling upon a photo that I took of myself a year or two ago. It's just like, I know I looked better. I feel like I just, I don't know, I just don't feel as dainty and pretty. And I wish I didn't feel that way more than I wish I didn't look the way I do, if that makes sense. Like, I would rather change my attitude than my body, but would I, I guess? I don't know. I just, I just want to feel beautiful. It occurred to me recently that I really haven't felt that way in a long time. I think everyone deserves to feel beautiful, you know, but for me, it was just, it felt easy, you know, like, I fit into all of my clothes really well, and I feel like my face is, like, chubbier now, and I just grab the fat on my body and just squeeze it, you know, and that sucks, that sucks for me, I guess that's something I could talk about in therapy, but every time I... I do talk about it, and she's just like, well, why do you want to look the way that you looked when you were really sick and you were in pain all the time? I don't know. It's not even like I was happier then. I wasn't. I was actually kind of miserable. You know? Um, anyway, so that thing I've been talking about writing, I sent it to my boyfriend, and he liked it, so, um... I kind of wanted to pivot a little bit though. Um, I had this idea. Well, it was actually full disclosure, something that was happening on like Wall Cow, which I don't spend that much time on it, but when I'm bored, I don't want to read random internet gossip. But there was this one girl on there. There was like some thread about her. She was like some Tumblr person back in the day. And I don't know, she just definitely was having like this mental breakdown where, I don't know, it seemed like she was schizophrenic or something and was kind of like interacting with the forum and they were kind of interacting with her and being like, you need help. And like, it was just this really weird, interesting thing going on. Maybe that sounds bad because this person's having a mental breakdown, but... 
I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to write something about that sort of situation where, like, a forum starts talking about someone and they become obsessed with it and then, like, they kind of go insane and they, like, lose touch with reality and the forum's, like, telling them to get help. It's just... I didn't explain it that well, but um, it was something like that. Just something internet-y and equally as unhinged and neurotic as I am. Um, but I also was like, I don't know. I think I want to explore just that relationship that we have like both sides of the parasocial relationship because now finally having been on that both sides of it I guess um it's just like a really fascinating dynamic to me and I I want to like dive into that so I mean I'm not ripping the story straight from what happened but just kind of taking that idea and interpreting it a different way I don't know if that sounds interesting, but I would watch it. Um, and I was thinking of doing a screenplay that sort of in the vein of Ingrid Goes West, um, where it's just like, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like lunacy that is, that being online there's a certain kind of craziness that the internet encourages and brings out and um, I think that's like really fascinating and um, one of my Twitter friends, default friend, she posted something recently about how there is like, it's not dissociative, it's not dissociative identity disorder or Tourette's but it's like this thing that's happening when like kids and other people who want attention I guess on TikTok and stuff see other people that do that and then they start doing it and act like they have it and it's like it's a socially transmitted disease which is something that I never really thought about but is totally a thing and I think that's kind of a similar idea. I think that's what's kind of dangerous about the internet is even like QAnon stuff is like it feels like a socially like a social disease, you know? Like you know, some people are prone to infection and it's really damaging and um that's really interesting too. I think that could be cool uh, as well, like a um a screenplay about someone who's mom or dad or parents is getting sucked into QAnon and um, them trying to pull them out of it. I think that would be really interesting too. Don't steal my ideas. <laughs> because um, I definitely want to write these. I probably won't, but I want to. Um, I feel like so much of the time we're kind of watching stories about parents trying to pull their kids up at like a drug addiction or Something like that, and I kind of want it to be the other way around. Like, it could be really sad. It could almost be like a doc- like a mockumentary. Not like a funny, but like like a fake documentary. This is 
I also wouldn't be surprised if someone else is already doing something like this, but um, let's pretend they're not. This is a jacuzzi tub too, so it's really luxurious. Um, yeah. I'm really, really, really avoiding doing work. It's just, it's really hard to do work when I'm on vacation. <laughs> and I would have taken the time off, but I ran out of vacation days, I'm pretty sure, so didn't take any. And of course, this week in particular is extra crazy. And I'm super busy, so it's like, it can't even, it's not even a chill work week. Whatever, I'm not gonna complain too much. It's just a dilemma that I've put myself in. It was not an issue at all. I mean, that's fine. But I was just like too self-conscious and nervous. I don't know. I just like wasn't used to having sex. It's just <sighs> before my boyfriend. I think I went like over a year without having any sex, which. Isn't unheard of for me. It's the kind of thing that uh, happens to me sometimes. I would just rather not than. I don't want to say this derogatorily, but throw myself at people just to like do that because I find that extremely unfulfilling. And especially, it's like if I can't even orgasm, I'm like, what am I really getting out of this? You know, like I'm just. So I kind of struggled with it for a little while and I was just like, is this just something that I'm never going to be able to do? Like, will I ever be comfortable enough with myself and someone else to do this? And one second, I'm going to dunk my head again. Get the conditioner out. I don't know. I also just kind of was like, oh, maybe it's like the antidepressants. There was a, a point was last summer where I was not off the rails or anything, but I just was too, I avoided taking my antidepressants because it was like, I was just pretty much like inside all day. I didn't really go out, so I would just like masturbate like three times a day. 
was like, well, antidepressants will impede that, you know. It's not gonna be as, this is like the one thing I have that is enjoyable. So I don't want anything in that sense. Antidepressants are not, you know, have the opposite effect or whatever, but also it was like, at that time, just, I wasn't crazy but I was like having these like crazy panic attacks. I would just start thinking and get into this like really paranoid spiral. Um, I was like really afraid of, I guess I'll just call him that evil Twitter guy. I think he's disappeared again. <sighs> um, and I would just go into these like horrible spirals where I was just really like freaked out and scared of him and um I would just panic and start like crying and uh, it was scary and I think part of the reason that I talked about it was just because I needed to kind of take control of that situation because I felt so owned in a sense like I had really come out of that situation like I felt like a lot was, oh, this sounds more dramatic than I mean for it to sound but like taken from me in terms of like my dignity and my sanity <laughs> like my comfort my just emotional comfort you know um, and I just wanted to, like, take back that so that I was the one in control of the situation because I, I really felt like I wasn't before. And, you know, in a certain sense, but I, I don't regret it. I definitely have been not dealing with the panic attacks anymore, but, um... There was definitely a price that I had to pay, and I honestly still continue to pay it because there are people that I haven't even heard of or know that hate me because they just choose to believe that I'm lying, and I think part of me just like accepts that, and I realize that, um, I don't know, like... Do I really care about someone like that respecting me or believing me? Like, I don't respect them, so, you know, it's like, <laughs> if you lied to me, I would feel weird about that because you fucking suck, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't want you to like me, I don't, I don't care. And it's also sort of flattering that you even think about me, um, I don't, you know? Twitter is definitely chock full of people with mental illness, and I'm included in that, that's fine. But, uh, I don't know, like, there are times where I'm, like, afraid that, you know, some unhinged right-wing perfume nationalist type person is gonna, like, find me and kill me. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but in case you haven't noticed, I'm really kind of a paranoid person. 
So even like I'll be on the train or something and I'm just like, if someone looks at me, I'm, that thought pops into my head and I know that's weird, but I don't know, it's kind of scary. I think that's, that's the other weird thing about having followers on Twitter or whatever. It's like, I could be going out and someone recognizes me and I have no idea. And like, that takes so much of the agency out of the situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like a disadvantage for me in that sense. I don't know how many times I've been out and about or been on a train and someone has seen me and I look like shit or her like was dressed in a schlubby outfit and covered in zits and they were like, oh my God, is that who I think it is? Like, she looks like shit, she looks really bad. And then they're like texting their group chat. <laughs> like, you know, again, it's, it's not like I actually think people care about me that much, but it's just like this scary paranoid thought I had. I guess because if I were in that situation, I would probably do the same thing. Text my friends and be like, oh my god, I just saw so-and-so from Twitter, and they look like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, yeah. Um, um, that's just something that I thought about. It's kind of scary, right? People are unhinged, especially like when you're a girl and you're on the internet. I mean, I don't even want to think about all the like violent fantasies that I'm a part of, <laughs> right? Um. message me before and be like, did I see you at this place? And I'm like, oh my god, yes. That's so weird. <laughs> but, um, was, I guess I should start wearing cute outfits outside instead of just inside my apartment for selfies and then take them off. <laughs> but I also just constantly feel insecure and there's something about wearing a big t-shirt and no bra and Sophie shorts from 2003 that just... I like feeling a little bit hidden. Like, even when I'm schlubby. It's like, I don't want to be noticed. I don't want anyone to... I don't want to stand out, you know? I only want to... I want attention, but like, only on my terms. <laughs> um, New York, and I miss my cat, and I miss my apartment. You know, the usual. <laughs> I mostly just miss my cat. I guess he really misses me too, so I've heard. I can't imagine what it would be like to live somewhere like this. I mean, even, like, I'm from Michigan, and it's just a totally different vibe. Like, the terrain, 
the architecture, the culture, it's totally different. And I don't know, just every time I am at the desert, it's just, it just feels really exotic to me and like foreign and weird. I'm really fascinated by the flora and fauna. It's cool. Um, yeah. So, um, I guess this was just my little relaxing conversation, self-conversation. I think for my next recording, I, um, I want to ask curious cat questions again, even though <laughs> sort of asking for trouble. Or, yeah, did I say answer? Um, because it's just kind of fun and it gives me something to extrapolate on. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was bacon burp. So, um, yeah. I hate feeling like I'm a boring person. I don't know. I just feel like a bit busy and overwhelmed and, you know, between my actual job and freelancing stuff and other stuff and life and traveling. I just, I don't know. I'm clawing, trying to find some kind of inspiration and trying to figure out what direction my life is going in. I have no idea. But at the same time, I do feel optimistic. I'm getting out of the tuck now. Optimistic that I'm making progress and slowly inching towards where I want to be. And um, I guess, you know, as long as I keep the inertia, then I'll figure it out eventually. But I don't know, I'm always afraid that I'm running out of time. I think 27 isn't old. You know, 30's not old, but I don't know. I always thought I would have it figured out by now. And I was wrong. It's really naive, I guess. Um, I know this is a bit shorter, just a few minutes, but I'm getting, again, inundated with, with requests, and I should probably do the job that I'm getting paid to do instead of talking to myself. Um, anyway, I, uh, I hope this was really relaxing and maybe gave you some ASMR. <laughs> I feel like ASMR as a thing is kind of like played out. Um, I remember when I was a freshman in college, my really cool friend from LA, she was the first one to tell me about it and explain it to me and I and now it's like everyone knows what ASMR is and it's mainstream and that's kind of lame but um, I still listen to ASMR videos to fall asleep sometimes <laughs> um, I'm gonna take a little rip of my pen just relax and I hope you have a really nice week and an even better weekend
that I gave you tingles. 